Okay. Oh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Cool. Many Episode theme. number two. Episode two. I just love television so much. 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 We all do. Too cool. We're doing it. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, isn't that cool? We're doing our podcast and we're already recording episode number two. You know, it's been a week. By this rate, we'll have a, we'll have like ten episodes by 2016. Yeah, exactly. It'll be a great. Sit well. One week. That's not. That's not. That's not a bad way to do things. It's not the worst way to do things. It's not the best way to do things. <laughs> What's the best way to do things? Um, a hundred a week. Okay, that'll be our new goal. Yeah, I think that would be great. All right loyal listening base of uh, how many people? Two? Three? Yep. Us? <laughs> um, hey, 27 well, people like that one picture we posted, so hey, at the very now. least, 27 people. 27 Actually, I think it was more. People. It was like 30 or something. Thank you to all of those 30 people who have put that effort into liking that photo. Yeah, that was a sick photo. You know what? I probably wouldn't have liked it. It's on our Instagram, everyone. You can check that out right now. It's on our Instagram. It's a sick picture. Sick pic. What's your Instagram? Get a Grip Dude Show. Get a Grip Dude Show. And our password is 111. Just kidding. Imagine that was actually... 111. Our team, 111111. 111! Exclamation mark. (laughs) For added security. (laughs) Dude, 30 people, including me and you. (laughs) (laughs) So 28. Okay, but like, let's be real. We're going to listen to our own podcast, so we count as listeners. We're fans. iTunes doesn't need to know that. No. I'm a big fan of my own show. Well, let's say welcome to you 28 delightful people. Yes. Um, Welcome to Get a Grip Dude, the podcast. Yes. A show that came to Laura in a dream. Yes, um, it did come to me in a dream. Uh, other things that have come to me... Well, you know what? Let's not talk about Yeah, okay. No, we're not going to go into um, your dreams right now, but... Not but, right now. That's for no, it's future later. episode. Um, no, but uh, what we're doing here is uh, we receive questions from delightful people. Uh, one delightful person, actually, anonymous... Yeah, anonymous anonymous a bunch of questions and uh, then we try to answer these questions or solve these problems that anonymous has using the power of television and our minds and our minds mostly mm. TV though I don't really have too oh, much gosh, of a no, mind I've anymore got nothing going on. it has been melted by television um, yeah exactly um, yeah, so thank you for tuning in for the second episode, and uh, thank you for putting your faith into us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting us entertain you. I like to imagine you're listening to this, you know, lying in the tub, mm. getting a soak in. That's how I always do it. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. let's jump right into one of those questions then. Um, Heck yeah. 
Which one should we do first? Let's do yours. Okay. Switch it up. Last week we did All mine. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, cool. So, this question comes from Anonymous, if you'd believe it, really. I wouldn't. I don't, well, it I didn't, I guess though. I'm forced to. Um, so, this question has to do a lot with, with friendship, and, you know, it has to do a lot with just roommates in general. And you know what? This kind of applies to us, doesn't it? Does it? Steph, how? You know, in a few short days... I'm officially going to be Laura's roommate. Hiya, friendship! Hey! So, Anonymous asks, what should I look for in a roommate? Good question, Anonymous. Thank you for sending that to us. Thank you, Anonymous. So, um, what I delved into was uh, a great show called Undeclared. So I know we uh, looked into Freaks and Geeks last week. Mm-hmm. Same vein. It's an Apatow show. Yeah, so last week we did Freaks and Geeks. This week we're doing Undeclared. Undeclared. So Undeclared is uh, it's a pretty super show. I, I quite enjoy it, actually. Yeah, me too. Um, in fact, the first time that I watched um, Undeclared and Freaks and Geeks, I actually preferred Undeclared to really? Freaks and Geeks, which is not a popular opinion, so I understand. I I well interestingly enough, I watched Undeclared before I before I watched Freaks and Geeks because mm-hmm. I heard about Undeclared because at the time, I was a big fan of still am who isn't uh, Charlie Hunnam, mm-hmm. Hottie Lloyd from Undeclared. How did you know about him? I I only knew about him from Undeclared. So what did I see him in? I think he was in like. Did I see Nicholas Nickleby or some? I don't know. No, you know how I heard about it? Green Street Hooligans. The worst movie ever. Okay, so it's... But you loved him, why? Because he's so attractive. I mean, have you seen him? I'm sorry. Wait, who? (laughs) But he... So Green Street Hooligans is this horrible movie Mm -hmm. starring Elijah Wood, where he goes to... He gets kicked out of Harvard, and he has to go live with his sister in London, Mm -hmm. and he makes friends with with her husband's brother, played by Charlie Hunnam, who gotcha. is a football hooligan, and then uh-huh. Elijah Wood gets sucked into the world of football hooliganism, which is the most unbelievable thing. Like, have you seen him? He's so tiny. Oh my he gosh. Could ne- he ne- like, you are like, what, what, it's like if Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory became a, like, hooligan. Right. Like, it doesn't right. make any sense. But anyway, Charlie Hunnam looks... Good. Uh-huh. And then I looked him up, and he hadn't been in a lot, because he only, like, this was before Sons of Anarchy, mm-hmm. so he hadn't really made it big, and I watched Undeclared, and then I was like, this is a good show. And yeah. And I was like, well, we probably should watch Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Well, so you came to Freaks and Geeks, one of your favorite shows, mm-hmm. Undeclared. Yeah, I um, Yeah, I, I came to Freaks and Geeks um, just because... I was visiting my sister at university. Um, she went to Mount A, um, and I think it was over Thanksgiving. And, um, yeah, I, she had a copy of Undeclared in her house, and I think I watched the whole thing while I was there over Thanksgiving weekend. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, that, that's exactly what happened when yeah. I watched it, too. Not yeah. in Mount Allison, but... Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty fun, though. Um, I remember enjoying it very much, and I was like, and this is what university is going to be like. You know what, though? Undeclared is still the most, the closest to what an actual university experience is like that I've seen in TV anyway. That's true, yeah. Well, um, although I will say that there are some things 
that are, I think, very specifically American. Oh, yeah, 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 um, for sure. I mean, especially like, this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. So I guess that brings us to what episode we chose. Um, or by we, I mean I. Um, I chose to look at the, uh, the two-parter. Um, the uh, episodes are called um, uh, Rush and Pledge and Hell Week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty great episode. Um, basically what happens is uh, Stephen, our main character, um, who is an undeclared major, um, kind of bumbling his way through the college experience, um, his dad decides to suggest that he maybe join a frat while he's at university. And since Stephen has not been getting along with his friends so much, he decides to go for it. Um, and it's all of the antics that occur during this uh, during this process. That's right. <clears throat> so, um, Loudon Wainwright plays uh, Stephen's father, um, and I think that Loudon is just... The most amazing. He's so good. I love him. He's so funny. I think he just makes every line count and has just like a a way about him. He's only in this episode for approximately like four seconds. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But he's so funny and he's like, I don't know. I guess he's just on the show recently got divorced. So he's like living out his youth now. Yeah. Second youth. I think it's so funny. The episodes with him and Steven. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's other episodes where they have a lot more interactions. Yeah. The the episodes with uh, Loudon are always highlights in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Stephen is played by uh, the incomparable Jay Baruchel. Uh, Jay, if you hear this, let's get married, please. I love him so much. <laughs> I met him one time. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. Well, maybe he remembers. I hope so. Yeah. Remember that time, Jay, when you were filming in Hamilton? You were filming... Was it the Trotsky? No, it the Trotsky. no, it was... <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, wait, I think that was shot in Montreal. Yeah, it's, um... Damn it, I'm so embarrassed. I've seen this movie, too. It's not, like, a widely seen one. Laura, you're blowing your chances. I know. Oh, my God, Jay, I've seen your movies, I swear. Anyway, he was filming, and I was, uh, like, 16 or 15, 16, Mm -hmm. working at Tim Hortons. And you're like, oh, my God, I love PMK. No, I've never actually seen PMK at all. No, but I did... Love Undeclared at the time, okay. and he came in, and I was starstruck like you wouldn't believe. And mm-hmm. no one else I was working with had any idea who he was at all. Oh gosh! And he bought twelve donuts, and that's remember what the kind. rest is history. Now, <laughs> if only <laughs> though, I saved a napkin he gave me for like a Ooh. week, and then I was like, "This is actually creepy." Even <laughs> I, a sixteen-year-old, know that this is creepy. I'm thinking no. <laughs> <laughs> I threw that one away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but anyway, I love him. He's so cute. And if you hear this, Jay, give me a call. My All number right. is six five 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 five. Yeah. Anyway. Exclamation mark. Uh, anyway, he's great on this show. Mm-hmm. I wish he had more of a like. He should have been like a huge. Like, I think he is doing pretty well. He's not doing badly, but he, like, among all those undeclared like freaks and geeks, Jed Apatow guys, he's like. Not nearly in the ranks of the like, J- I mean, Jonah Hill. He had or... his own show though recently. Yeah, 
That's true. Did you watch that show? I did not. I watched I watched one episode. It was interesting. Okay. It was like sort of unexpected. Um, I'll give it. A, I'll give it. A, I think I'll give it another give go. Give it another go. Give it another go. Okay. Well. Okay. So let's get back to the episode. So Stephen and his friends, they're not getting along so well right now. It's very sad. Stephen, he's like, just trying to be cool, just trying to love Lizzie. That's what anyone wants, just to love Lizzie. Although freaking Carla Gallo, why did she not have a career? Yeah, she's no, always in some bit in. part in some yeah. Apatow movie. Get like usually doing something horrible in bed. Mm-hmm. You mean that one time when she was in what? Um, oh right, no, and Marshall? also getting to the get him to the Greek. Yeah, is that what that movie was called? The second one, yeah. yeah. And she was in something else. You see her for like a split second, and I love you, man. And this should tell you how often I've seen I love you, man, because <laughs> I literally like. Once it's like, whoa, Carla Gallo, and then I didn't see her ever again. Hmm. Who knew? Yeah, who didn't know? Well, um, let's just talk about the episode in general, though. Um, yeah, true. Okay, <clears throat> so it starts out, uh, Stephen's friends are teasing him all over the place. Um, I love how upset that Stephen is about the fact that he is going to be helping uh, Lloyd out with his audition. Yeah. Um, and he has to play mom in the scene. He, like, has this look on his face that's just like, oh, oh, that's how you think of me? No, you're just helping your friend audition for a scene. I've I've done that many a time, playing many a variety of characters. Yeah, and then, you know, after that, he's playing some video games, and they're all like, hey, Steven, you're dumb, and you can't play video games well. And all I have to say to that is that it's not fun to watch people play video games. Oh, my God. It's literally the worst thing. (laughs) Like... I don't even know. Frank, I mean, oh, yeah, let's turn this into a Mario Kart party. Great. I have nothing to do. Uh, nothing. What I'm going to say is that I did not grow up with video games. <laughs> Me neither at all. Um, I played a good chunk of Sims, though, and I did actually used to make my brother watch me play Sims all the time. Why? Because we'd like why both, would we would that, take turns, brother? but I would like constantly invent invent um, reasons why my turn had to keep going <laughs> until finally um, he would like... Computer time is over. I actually did such so many mean things to my brother. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Poor Sebastian, wherever you are. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I never pr- grew up playing video games either, so... But yeah, so they're mean to him. His roommates, they're not nice. Not super nice. But I guess what we're seeing right now, though, is that a lot of roommates go through tiffs in general. Like, there are things that are going to bother you about a person. No matter how good of a friend you think you have and everything like that, um, I guess, like, this is... This I've is changed my now. mind. I don't want to live with you anymore, so oh Sorry. Um, Take your so base happy. and your DVDs and get the heck out of here. That's all I've moved, so I guess that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I'm saying, though, is that you're, you're going to find that you have trouble with people that mm-hmm. you live with. No matter how how close you become with a person, yes, yeah. and and Stephen in this episode is not the only one who has problems with his roommates. Not the at B all. plot involves B-plot Rachel. Is way better I than love the, the B plot. plot. The B plot involves Rachel and Tina having problems with her roommate Tina. 
Yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty great story. Fantastic storyline. It's a great B plot. I think this is actually one of the best episodes of Undeclared. Yeah, I like um, it a lot. The what that being pledge or Russian pledge. I think that Hell Week is maybe not Russian a pledge is a lot episode. better. Yeah. Um, well, Hell Week is just like twenty minutes of. Stephen doing humiliating things, which yeah. like we've seen in every single like and fr- also fraternity movie. The B plot is full on just insulting. Okay, that, can we take that as an end to how angry this these two episodes made me about Judd Apatow and his relation to women on screen? Yeah, definitely. Because everything every single woman does in these two episodes, and maybe I don't need to rewatch the whole show because it's been a while since I've watched all of Undeclared. But so I don't know if the other episodes are like that too. But mm-hmm. everything that every woman does in these two episodes is so catty and so petty mm-hmm. for no reason. Cool. And we're almost like best friends. Do you guys have room for one more? Yeah, almost like best friends. But that's a great line, by the way. <laughs> Millie from Freaks and Geeks. Um, it's not Millie. It's Cindy. But whatever. Oh yeah, sorry, Cindy. You're right. Sorry. Oh God, sorry, Millie. I would never insult you this way. <laughs> They're horrible to each other and for no reason like as much as I love the subplot with Tina and Rachel Mm -hmm. there is no reason that if Rachel's like it's too loud I can't study Tina shouldn't be like okay I'll listen with headphones well I guess like that's kind of just Tina though right Tina is but if you remember the reason that Tina lives with Rachel is because Tina had a different roommate before who was always playing the violin was doing to her her exactly by the way was Suzuki Let's not talk about that. <laughs> but she, Tina had the exact same problem with her roommate, and now she's doing it to Rachel. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Again, as no. great as the plot is, and it's as funny as it is, Tina, have you heard of headphones? Like, yeah. Come on. But it's great. It's I still like it. Anyway, Judd Apatow, what the heck is your problem with women? And all these insults, like all the insults to Stephen and everyone, are all like, oh, his breasts are going to start lactate. Okay, give yeah. me a break, Judd. I mean, there's and like they're the little sisters instead of being like. Yeah. Sorority. So I I was curious about that. So I I went to school last summer with a bunch of uh, kids who were American, and they were all talking about how, like, frats are actually a thing that you do in the U.S. Mm -hmm. It's, well, I I guess, like, we also went to a very liberal artsy type Mm -hmm. of university and stuff, and maybe we just weren't exposed to it in general. Well, we did have that one frat. Well, there, yeah, there was the one, but, I mean, there was one, not several. Well, at the, well, we also attended a certain other bigger school, and there, there were actually lots of frats. Right, and, right, I guess so. Um, and I know someone who was in a female fraternity, so they were like, they were like the little sisters. Like, it was oh. that. They weren't in a sorority. They were like, That's in a sub fraternity or whatever. It's like, what's so the difference? Weird. I, so, God, I guess know. the difference is that you just... You're like an affiliate of you're the frat there instead for of... the guys. You're designing their homecoming float. It's going to be pirate themed this year. Shh. Yeah. I don't know. Tell about the pirate ship. I, I mean, I've seen a good amount of Greek, so I really shouldn't know. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. This is also one of my favorite lines in the show, which like shouldn't be my favorite part at okay. all. But okay. So, um... <laughs> There are many frat 
members um, who all have disgusting names like <laughs> Beast Whore, there's Gerbil, Ass Hair. Taint. I swear, Ass Hair was also a character from Neighbors. You know that movie? Oh, really? With Seth um, Rogen and. Maybe. And, um. Zach. I for sure watched that half asleep. Actually, um, that's a very funny movie. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it might have been, but you know, I, I would day. give it another watch, you but should. I fully was a. You should. Asleep. Everyone should. Um, there's also, I saw on a name tag, Clucky. There's um, totem pole. I was trying to read all the uh, all, all the, the little hello, my name is yeah, tags. and that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but right at the beginning, um, when uh, Jay Baruchel's character um, he gets an end to this party, uh, and <laughs> basically he brings all of his friends to this party, and um, it's a rush party. They're they're all going to kind of check out the scene and everything, see if they all want some free beer and chicks. Um, and Beast Whore, one of the delightful frat members, just says the following. Oh, yeah. I just thought the way that he said that was so gross. And it made me it laugh was. so much. It's when much. he's staring at Rachel's ass, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's he's taking a look at Rachel's little butt. And uh, just says, oh, yeah. Gross. Um, and it was, it, was, it was real gross. It was. Anyway. It was. Fun thing. That was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so they have a dry party. Yeah, is that a thing? Hell. Also, I swear I saw Steven drink in a later scene, but maybe it's a kick-ass fruit smoothie. Yeah, maybe it was. Also, I feel like Sam Levine had a martini in his hand when he was walking down the stairs. Yeah, I swear. By the way, a glass of water with olives in it. Yeah, perhaps. I think so. I think the Freaks and Geeks count was three in this episode. Yeah. Sam Levine, Cindy, and Steve Benos. Mr. Kaczewski. Right, right. I also think that um, Totem Pole? Totem Pole? The one who... Oh, I guess he's more in the Hell Week episode. Which one is he? I think... I think he's Azari. He might be... He might be Totem Pole, though. I don't... Mm. I don't know. Do you think he's in an episode of Freaks and Geeks? Oh, he's for sure in an episode of Freaks and Geeks. Anyway. Doesn't matter. I thought Sam Levine was so great. And also, okay, is it, it's just Neil from Freaks and Geeks Grown Up. Yeah. Is it not? Oh, like, exactly sure. Neil. For sure. And he's the most confident short person. I've ever seen. That I, yeah, I've, I've ever seen. Well, I mean, then in the end we find out he has I some darkness so. in his heart. But Specifically. Well, I feel like. To pickles. Yeah. Don't we all? I feel like it manifests in some very scary ways. Yes, yes, it does. I love Perry also. He's always great. Perry is fantastic. Perry's like the Harris of yeah. of Underclay. Yeah, I guess like if we had to um, do a little comparison and decide like what each character was. So like uh, Jay Baruchel, Stephen would be um, Sam Weir. Yeah. Um, and then like who would Lloyd be? James um, Franco. James Franco. I guess so. Yeah, kind of a dick, good-looking. Yeah, Daniel. Like, um, gotcha. And, okay, so... I think that's where the similarities end. Yeah, well, Ron, Ke- Ron, Ron is Ken. Ron is still Ken. Marshall? 
Um, Bill? Maybe Bill, but that's grasping. I guess so. Because I just can never, like, Bill is incomparable. Incomparable. Sorry, incomparable. Mm. I'm foreign, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bill is in and of himself. Um, well, and I guess uh, Martin Starr does make a guest on the last episode of uh, Undeclared as well. Yeah, playing kind of a grown-up version of, of Bill, of to be Bill. honest. yeah. But that's maybe for another day. Maybe it is. Um, Imagine over the whole course of this podcast, we managed to somehow do every single episode of Undeclared. That would be hilarious. Also, um, Perry has a sick burn in this yeah. episode where he's like, he just learns that Steven is joining the fraternity. He's like, Theta Delta Zeta, more like Theta Delta Dorka. That's a sick Perry, burn. Perry burn. It's yeah. a Perry burn right there. Also, yeah. the other one is what the other great, possibly terrible line is when they're trying to rescue Steven from from the evil of fraternity. Mm-hmm. And Lloyd goes, grab your fishing poles, boy. We're going to catch us some car. car. Like, how long have they been waiting to, uh, to unleash that sick? Because yeah. so his last long. name is Car. So long. They're just like, okay, what would be the best? Now? Yeah. Now? No. No, just wait, just wait, just wait. Let's do it. So if we were in a fraternity, what would our what would our names be? Good cue. Well we'd have to bestow it on each other. Yeah. What course. would mine be? Well it'd have to be something really gross though, apparently, according to mm-hmm. all the other things. Well like you've already kind of got a name. It's like DJ. It would have to start with DJ something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything that, like, goes in my brain is nothing good. <laughs> okay, what would yours be? We should be better at this. We know yeah, each other seriously. pretty well. Yeah, mm, Yeah, because I don't want to say anything too mean. DJ Hundo P. Yeah, but that's just kind of <laughs> nice. I kind of like it. All right, I'll, I'll go with it. Yeah. Okay, and yours can be... I don't know, I can't come up with a bad one, with, like, a mean one, because everything that comes to my mind is just gross. Yeah. Okay. Like, Say every gross one that comes to your mind doesn't have to be my name. Go. Sex dick was the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I'm about sister <laughs> sex dick then, apparently. Or and like DJ Hundo P. Mine's so much meaner. I'm sorry. That's okay. The other one I thought of was because we talk about Tinder a lot. Yeah. Tinder is the night. Okay. But that's maybe too long. Yeah. It would be hard to. Which, by the way, is the name of my new screenplay. Tinder is the night. <laughs> I'd read that. I'd produce that. I'll be your producer. Thank cool. you. Do you think we can get Jay Barishal up in this piece? Yep. Okay. And Sam Levine, because you've got that connection. Yeah, we've got that sweet, sweet connection. Close personal friend of the show, Sam Levine. (laughs) Um, Sam, if you hear this, please, please be on here. Yeah, so basically this uh, this episode is just trolling for guests. (laughs) Hey, look, we've got to use any connection we've got. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, okay, yeah. so uh, basically after Stephen goes to this frat party, mm-hmm. uh, what we find out is that um, his friends are still not being nice to him. Um, the frat decides to kind of court him. They take him paintballing. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. I hate anything to do with I don't paintball. I, I agree says. with Rachel. 
And then Lizzie says she's allergic to paint. Which, Hilarious. There you go. You know what? I am too. I'm allergic to jerks. Mm-hmm. To borrow a line from the great, 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 great Parks and Rec. Um, also, when Brandy says that shirt's great, it's not. What shirt is the that? The shirt that Lizzie is wearing is horrible. Oh, God, yeah. It looks like an undershirt that you'd wear as a four-year-old. Look, I will maintain that the early 2000s were the worst for fashion. Watch anything, any show, any movie from the early 2000s, and, like, it'll make you want to throw up to You're going to beat yourself up when it comes back into style. I will not, because I will gag. Okay, um, so some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fashion, horrible. Perry, great. Um, what does what does Sam Levine mean when he says that Brit is a god is a GDI? Goddamned idiot? Uh, no, I had I was thinking about that too. That's all I came up with. Yeah. Goddamn idiot. I don't know what that means. So read in with your answer. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> don't. I don't know. Hopefully it's something nothing gross. Terrible. Yeah. So I guess where this question fits in, really, what should I look for in a roommate? It's somebody who compliments you, who challenges you, mm-hmm. who um, who you can, who you can compromise with, really. And so um, I think really the B plot of uh, Russian Pledge is where the answer to your question lies, um, with uh, the with the music conflict. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Tina and Rachel are having this trouble. Um, Tina keeps on playing How Bizarre Which, over, like, okay. and over and over Also, again. I love that line where they invite her to the party and she's like, no, I think I'm going to do my homework and listen to my song. Like, what do you... Just that one song. Number one, over are you 50 years again. old? You're going to do, like, homework on your, on, like, a Friday night <laughs> and you're going to listen to your song? Mm-hmm. Like, ew. Sorry, I love Tina. I actually think I actually really love yeah, her, but it's so great. silly. But I guess what ends up happening is Tina and Rachel work through their problems via hilarious montage. And they find common ground. briefly talk about how um, both of the dorms uh, in Undeclared are friggin' palaces. Yeah, they are. They are huge. Um, I guess in our uh, university rooms, it was like a twin bed, another twin bed, and that's it. Uh, yeah, a desk and a closet, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what you had. Um, but I guess we don't really see the inside of their rooms in this episode. We just see, no, like, they're just in they the living room. they have, like, a kitchen area. Yeah, that's weird. Tina makes full-on brownies. That's true. In their own kitchen. You're right. How? So they have an oven? What? I guess so. Also, okay. So 
okay, something slightly unrealistic about this show in general mm-hmm. is how much money these kids seem to have. Is that because... But there is an actual episode in, involved where they talk about how they don't have money. But they they do. How can they make so much bacon in the Hell Week episode if they don't have money? Well, I mean, I'm assuming their parents are paying for their university. I don't think they're coughing up like $100,000 to go to the University of Southern California by themselves. Fair enough. But also, they just have willy-nilly bacon money lying around. Bacon can be expensive. Marshall has a sick job at the cafeteria. He probably has a bacon hookup. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Excuse me. Bacon hookup. He's got the bacon hookup. I wish I had the bacon hookup. I'm a vegetarian. Too bad for you. I still wish I had a bacon hookup, though. Yeah? Could make mad cash. Or throw bacon grease at Sam Levine. <laughs> That's what I would use it for. <laughs> hey, he's a friend of the show. Aw, poor Sam. Anyway, should we move on to Hell Week? Yeah, sure. Sort of, to, I mean, I think I have a lot less to say about Hell Week than Same year. The, the B-plot in Hell Week, as we mentioned before, Ugh, is fucking hate horrible, it. horrible, horrible, horrible. It's about the freshman 15. Um, all of the girls are pitted against each other, basically, because Rachel gains 15 pounds. <gasps> and they try so hard to make her look Do horrible. they, though? Because I didn't see, like, she looks 0% no, different. No, she doesn't. 0%. No. She just wears, like, stretchy pants. But they try so, so hard. They're like, oh, she looks disgusting. Well, it's like when... Look at her. It's like in Mean so Girls gross. when Regina puts on all that weight. Yeah, and it's like, it's like stuffed butt. <laughs> like, uh, her butt changed. Like, I've yet to see anyone complain yeah. about a big butt in this. And, like, she looks the same. Um... And she only realizes it, because why? Because, like, gross dudes are hitting on her. Like, again, like, these women yeah, just no, it's, play it's things. bad for news. Chad Apatow, you suck. Sorry, this <laughs> is going to be my thesis yeah. over the course of this show, is how much I hate Chad Apatow. <laughs> oh, and boy. I say this as a Good former luck. huge Chad Apatow fanboy. I'm never going to make it in comedy. <laughs> He's going to get a hold of this episode, and it's going to suck. Well, Sam Levine's going to pass it along, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, Jay Baruchel, even, maybe. Yep. The first thing about Hell Week, so it's all about these, like, weird things that they make them do, right? The pledges, which is so boring because we've seen that in every frat movie ever. Like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. But there's that one specific part where they're, like, tied up to poles yeah. with, like, bike trees. locks or yeah. trees or whatever. Number one, that's horrifying. That yeah. is... I was Awful. thinking about that, and I was like, imagine having a bike lock around your neck. Like, I don't think that I could fit like one around my neck. It sounds horrible. And number two, they're on school property. No one in charge at this nope. University of Not Southern California nope. was like, oh, there's some kids, like, likely some of them underage, chained up to trees with bike locks around their necks. Yep, seems legit. Checks out. Like... No. Yeah, no. No one thought that? Nope, nobody thought that at all. No. Um, a little quick fashion note is um, that uh, Marshall, um, when they steal the Theta, is wearing a jester hat. 
Do you remember when those were a thing? I have blocked them out of my mind. Yeah, I saw this episode. Well, I, I remember. I remembered very, very hilariously. Yeah, uh, jester hats were a thing for a little while. They were people full on wore jester hats like court jesters. Oh yeah, for sure. That'll that'll be the way to to show everybody that I'm fun and wacky. Oh hell yeah! These were the days of our lives, honestly. Also, there's a line, there's a great line where Ron says something to the effect of someone looks like Meg Ryan. Yeah. Which is just hilarious because he just loves Meg Ryan on this show. I love so much the B-plot that he's just obsessed with You've Got Mail. Oh, yeah, Um, where he pretends his favorite movie is, like, The Hunt for Red October or something. (laughs) And it turns out it's just actually You've Got Mail. Yeah. Greg Kinnear is very likable. Yes. Oh, great. Um, also, those snacks that Rachel is eating are disgusting. Yeah, what did she have? She has, like, okay, there's a point when she makes a Wonder Bread sandwich with, with mayonnaise, mayonnaise and just full-on potato chips. That's it's all. It's disgusting. Like, That's all. That's all also, that is in her sandwich. She probably, like, looking at all those snacks that she has, those are, like, hundreds of dollars worth of snacks, and she just throws them all Once away. again... Oh, where are they getting the money? Parents. Is that so crazy? I guess. Where was anyone in university getting any money from? I mean, look, I sure as shit, well, people sure as shit weren't financing their careers on patrol money. No, that's true. I mean, their careers. Keith's money. Hmm? Keith's money. Keith's money. Also, okay, so after, um... So then at some point, Steven decides he's had enough of the fraternity and he can't take it anymore. He wants to leave. And all the other brothers leave as well, the new pledges. I didn't realize we could quit. And then they all quit. And then obviously the frat gets mad at them. And then there's a scene where um, Steven and Lloyd and Ron and Marshall, like, walk out of their, what is it, dorm. And there's, like, up close to 100 people from the fraternity there. Even though earlier... Um, he said yeah, there were, were 20, like, yeah. which leads me to believe that they called up alumni for this. Yeah, like, and or the, just, like, hired a bunch of people, because you can the, see that I happening, suppose. But imagine the phone call if you're an alumnus, and you get a phone call from Sam Levine, and it's like... Hi, uh, you're going to have to come in for a little while. I know it's the middle of a work day, and you don't maybe live in Southern California, but can you come down and terrorize an 18-year-old, Wouldn't it please? be funny if Hal and Dingleberry were there? Were there? <laughs> <laughs> and he just pretends like he's not his dad. Yeah. They're just, like, like, staring at him. They're not brothers anymore. <laughs> I know you're my son, but you're not my brother. Oh, and that was a missed opportunity. Down the elevator shaft. <laughs> when I rewrite Undeclared, a feminist version of Undeclared, where Ted Apatow is not involved at all. And we don't shame people for how their bodies look. Yeah, that was brutal. Like, gross. Number one, again, okay. she didn't change at all. And also, also that whole plot is awful. When she, like, picks up the ping pong ball, mm. and she's like... I'm sorry, did you drop your ball? Like, ew. And also, again, just exists to be, like, a sexual, like, object. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's just go back to my favorite line real quick. 
I guess they're too busy masturbating and trying to sound like they're yeah. masturbating. That's what I sound like. When also, I there's a bunch of spray painted stuff. Did you catch the freaks not geeks? Yeah, one? and then there's and one. I think where it they, says geeks not freaks. In order um, to yes, geeks not freaks. Yep, which doesn't make any sense. Why the hell yeah, they spray paint that on there? And then there's another one where they spray painted losers, but they spelled it with two O's. Yeah. Like, is that supposed to be on purpose? Like, they're idiots? Losers. Losers. How they can, they can say it like that, then. You know? I guess so. And uh, what else was I going to say? <laughs> but they're reunited in the end, and they realize that they're roommates that are meant to be together. Yes. It's not just a thing where it was arbitrary. Sure, maybe it was arbitrary, but, but they realize that they all work well together. Daniel, um, life is a bunch of chocolates. Life is like a bunch of chocolates. Maybe it's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Life is <laughs> like a box, of, like just a bunch it's of like chocolates. A, it's like a bunch of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you yeah. never know which one's going to melt into the other. <laughs> yeah, you never know. It's just a bunch of chocolates. That's it. That's the end of the quote. Just a bunch yeah. of chocolates. So that's my advice for you guys. Mom always said life was like a bunch of chocolates. Uh, yeah. So that's some advice there for you. But also, you know what? You may your roommates may not be flashy. They may not be perfect. They may not be able to give you beers and chicks or organic smoothies. But in the end, they'll give you something that can't be categorized, and that's real friendship. What? Come on, it's not my fault. Of course, it's your fault. The pickles. Nobody can eat that many pickles. It's impossible. I ate that many pickles. Even more pickles than they did. What is this obsession with pickles, man? We're a friend. Who cares? We drink beer. So, your friends may not be able to give you um, beers and chicks and unlimited pickles, <laughs> but they will have your back. My last note was about, I guess it's a little fuff of fashion. Okay. Um, when they have that showdown, um, Stephen and, and... And Sam Levine. Sam Levine. What yeah. What is his character and, in the show? Uh, Neil Sr. <laughs> um, their little suits are so cute. Because um, they're two, like, tiny little... But clothes. also, Jay Burchell is wearing a backpack, which made me laugh a lot. He's wearing he's wearing his tan suit. Dude, he probably has class after. And he's wearing a backpack. He's probably gonna get a What else? Anyway, they look so cute. There's a little and like I love it. Little baby boy. I love it. Okay, look for things that uh, that that compliment you, that challenge you. Find common um, ground. Yeah. What do you both care about? Um you you'll know that you found the right roommate when you found a friend. All okay, right, let's uh, let's take it to Google. Now it's time for a segment we like to call. What did we call it last episode? Mm. What Google, does Google your say? problems away. Oh yeah, what does Google say? Um, yeah. So if you don't like us, 
And if you don't, well, no, sorry. Uh, you love us, obviously. Uh-huh. But if you need yeah. some extra, mm-hmm. uh, something extra to add to our advice, here's the advice that Google has. 11 steps for choosing the right roommate. And there's a pic of friends, friends. so we like that because we like TV. Oh, well, these are long. No, whatever. Okay, number one, think ahead. Probably mm-hmm. good. Don't join a frat if your frats are terrible. Don't think ahead. They're going to be terrible. Get habituated. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they want a lot, watch a lot of TV? Yes. Yes, yes they do. Um, pay attention to the details. Are there a lot of pickles around? If so, run. Um, come clean. Yeah, tell everyone your biggest secret so that you can all make fun of each other. Um, money talks. Yes, everyone has a lot of money, apparently, in this show. Maybe you don't. It's okay. Friends are good sometimes. Important. Wait, Do what it. What does that mean? Wait, let's let's read that. Full Just because one. you're good. Okay, Buzzfeed. Tell me what. This is not Buzzfeed. This is LifeEdited.com. Okay. Um, just because your good friend needs someone to live with, it doesn't mean it should be you. Uh-oh, Steph. Whoa. Okay, well, I don't know. I'm sorry to say this, but bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, do a background check. Okay, interesting. I don't need to know it. Please don't do a background check. I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, find the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened um, in your life. Find a space that works. Determine how the space is decorated. The finer points. I don't. That's not a Yeah, no, that does not count. And eleven. Sign on the dotted line. Ah, uh, yeah. Even I got that. All right. Well, that's good advice. Thank yeah. you, Google. Thank you, Google. <laughs> All right. Beauty, 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 beauty. Well, that was good. Beauty, beauty. We've talked Let's for a very long time. Um, okay, so, welcome to the second part of the show. Still me, Laura, and you, Steph. Steph. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the second part of our show, we are going to discuss another, um, another question we've gotten from our good pal Anonymous. I'm just picturing all of these questions being read by, like, typed by someone wearing a Guy Fawkes mask. imagining like a gray blob you know what I like it um but uh yeah Anonymous really needs to get his or her life together because we've received a number of questions like Mm -hmm. yeah seriously um there are a lot of questions for Anonymous and we're gonna solve them so um good thing you have us Anonymous alright good thing you have television on us this question is um I need to make more money. What's the best way? Thank you for sending that in to us, Anonymous. Uh, it's a good question. We're all struggling with these issues. We're all already sort of talking about it when we were talking about Undeclared, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. Making more money. All right, so I was as I was thinking about this uh, question, I uh, the, the show that came to mind was... Flight of the Concords. Um, and the episode is called A New Cup. It's the second episode of season two, which has been somewhat maligned by fans, me included. But I think this is a great episode. I, th- I think it's like later in season Upon two where it's. Second viewing, I quite like. I thought it was great. It, it kind of goes. The, the season goes off the rails, like. 
just after, I would say, personally. I was I never know. a big I fan th- of season two. Yeah, no, nor was I. But I think, I, I've mentioned it before, and I think a lot of people have said it. I think that the problem with season two was that the band had to write songs to fit the script, whereas during the first season, they had to write a script to fit the songs. Right. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'll say it many times. I'll yeah. say it over and over again. But I think this works. I think this is a good episode. Yeah, I really I like it. Yeah, it's a fun one. Um, and I think all of the episodes, no matter how off the rails they do end up going, do have merit. Yeah, they, they have a very specific charm that I don't, I've never seen on any other show. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and Brett and Jermaine are so lovable. Like, even when they're bad, like, when they do bad things, you're just still like, Yeah, oh. well, there are points in this episode where, like, Jermaine is a little bit of a dick, yeah. one might say. A dick. Dick. Because they would probably say, there's a lot of people on my dick. <laughs> Watch that that thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, I believe that is an Australian. Uh, yeah, it's an Australian like fake ad because they make fun of New Zealanders because they pronounce dick like dick, <laughs> and it's just a funny ad. You can YouTube it. Um, but anyway, uh, so the show I chose was Flight of the Concords, and I started watching that show in. I must have been in, like, grade 11, maybe grade 12. Yeah. Actually, the first... It's kind of embarrassing. The first time I ever heard anything about Flight of the Concords... Or not really, but, but like, the first time I had any interaction with Flight of the Concords was at the, like, coffee house at my high school. My friend's boyfriend played um, If You're Into It. Right. And I thought he had written it. Oh, really? Yeah, and I went up to him afterwards. I was like, that's a like, really funny song. Like, congrats. Like, and he was like, what do you mean? It's like, you know, that song. And he was like, it's a Flight of the Concord song. And I was very embarrassed. You're like, who? I, I mean, mean yeah, what? Yeah, course. my fave band. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first time I ever heard anything of theirs. And then I probably started watching this. Sh- I mean, I don't know what the t- exact yeah. timeline was. But I probably started watching it somewhat... Soon thereafter, also big claim to fame. I actually saw Led to the Concords live oh, when I was in grade twelve. Saw them at uh, at uh, oh, what's the place? Uh, it's wow. that concert place downtown. It's really old. Massey Massey Hall. I saw them at Massey Hall when I was in grade twelve. It was awesome. Huh? It was great. honestly one of the best concerts I've been to. I don't get it. Yeah, my friend Ray and I went up there, had a great time left like two minutes before they came out to do autographs which is like you know but anyway it was a really good show I know Flight of the Concords for me I was introduced to it by my friend Madeline um and uh I think I was in grade 10 Mm -hmm. um and I downloaded the album and I thought it was hilarious I thought it was so funny and, um, yeah, I, I kept on encouraging people to watch it. And then eventually, um, I actually made a parody video of Hip Hop Hippopotamus <gasps> Rhinoceros. No. Yeah. Can um, we add that to the notes for, of this Well, show? I mean, like, I would feel bad, though, because I'm not actually in it. Oh. Um, so it's uh, a friend of the show, Megan Borthwick. Um, and, Should we be using last names? Um, I mean, Megan. <laughs> I'm a lot We're not, like, saying anything mean. No, not at all. Um, anyway, Megan Borthwick, yes. Megan and uh, our teacher um, 
Nick Morgan. Uh, they they performed the the parts of Brett and Jermaine. Okay. Uh, behind. I like uh, it. I like the high it. school. Amazing. Um, and I shot it, and then we put it in our like school film festival. And did you win <laughs> the first prize? I don't think there were prizes, but oh, had there been, I would hope that we would have won. Absolutely. But I, I actually don't think that. You know what? I think there were prizes, and I think we were not eligible for anything because it wasn't a class project or anything like that. We just did it. Right. I don't think there was any merit to it. I think it was just like, hmm, this is funny. <laughs> Let's do this. Oh, high school. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Megan and I and, um, and Mr. Morgan. Pour one out for Mr. Morgan. Pour one out for Mr. Tinker. Pour one out for Mr. Morgan. There's a joke behind that that nobody will ever get. So it's okay. Well, moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this episode, A New Cup, second episode of second season. Uh, I think it's great. Um, basically what happens is Brett and Jermaine have a single cup in their home that they share. Mm-hmm. Everyone, they take turns using it to make tea. And Brett gets, uh, just wants his own cup. He wants to, uh, share a nice moment with his roommate, Jermaine, who is also his best friend, wants to drink a nice cup of tea at the same time. So he buys a cup for two seventy nine. But it just creates a whole... It backfires, basically. It uh, puts them two seventy nine into overdraft, which means they can't pay their rent, they can't pay their bills. It's horrible. Um, it's got all these repercussions that you could never... That you could never uh, imagine. You hear a clip. Well, because our chick bounced, we got charged a thirty-dollar overdraft fee, which made our gas bill bounce. Yeah, that's boring, man. Yes, but the point is, because of your two dollars seventy-nine spending spree, we now owe sixty dollars, and our phone and gas are going to be cut off. Mistake. Oh, we got a letter from the electricity company. Yeah, so basically they become somewhat destitute because of uh, Brett's reckless spending spree. And they need to figure out how to get money to pay all these bills. Bills, and bills, bills. Bills, 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 dollar bills. And, uh... Can you pay my... Dollar bills? Bills. Automobile. No, what is it? Automobiles. Automobile. Um... And one way that they devise on the show is to become a prostitute, a yep. male jiggler. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, first of all, my f- the first thing I've, I've thought about was, so he spends these 279 and then it just has this horrible, like, chain reaction of terrible things. Haven't we all been there when you have no money? Oh, yes. And, like, you run out of money and you're like, dang it, if I hadn't bought that one bagel two yes. days ago... I would have this money. And I oh, would have that for money. sure. Like, it's... Like, we've all been there. Okay. Yeah, so they don't have money, and uh, they... Well, the first thing that they do is Brett pawns off his... Guitar. Guitar. Which uh, their manager, Murray, does not agree with. Which, uh, Murray, I mean, that... I think the supporting cast in general is is just amazing. Fantastic. Kristen Schaal, Eugene Merman, so Arch Barker, uh, Reese Darby... Amazing. So good. And these were, like, relative unknowns at the time. At least to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I didn't know any of them. 
And, uh, yeah, so the B-plot, I guess, is Murray also try like, getting an email from a Nigerian prince mm-hmm. that he has to... Classic. Uh, classic. And that's the B-plot, Murray trying to invest in this Nigerian prince. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so Brett has to pawn off his uh, guitar, and then when he actually plays the... Uh, the concert he just mimes, which is hilarious mm-hmm. and prompts this amazing review. Uh, no, wait, oh, yeah. no, that's not it. <laughs> this amazing review. Uh, New Zealand Fashion Newsletter's out. Uh, who cares? Well, you should care, Jermaine. Well, Should I read the music review section? If you must. What? Concord's Crash and Burn. Uh, sound too good. By Murray Hewitt. You wrote this. The Flight of the Concords. What? Have great potential. Wait. But last night, playing with only one guitar, the dad guitar, or bass in muso terms, and one ear guitar, which was mimed, they were a musical embarrassment. Two stars. Two stars. Okay, number one, muso terms. is maybe the funniest thing that's so ever funny. been said. Like, I love it. I love it. Yes, in muso terms. That's my, that's my New Zealand accent. Do your best New Zealand accent right now. No? The way I always get into a New Zealand accent is, Brit, we're having a Ben meeting. <laughs> Brit, present. Jemaine, present. Murray, present. That's, that's how I get into my New Zealand accent. It's pretty good, right? It's good. I like it. It's solely based I am, on dialect. I am horrid at all dialects. Me too, except for this one. <laughs> and a Russian one, which I will not do right there now. There we go. Mm, we'll get we into go? it later. When we uh, when we do the Americans, inevitably. Oh yeah, what we do? I've yeah. never seen it. I've seen four episodes, so clearly one of them is going to be. One of our questions is going to be like, "How do I? <laughs> How do I? I am a spy. <laughs> How do I go about my day undetected?" My name is Melissa McCarthy. I am a spy. I've not night. seen that movie. Me neither, but I hear really good things. I actually, yeah, I heard Pour that. Pour one really out for fun. Paul Feig okay, in the biggest out. way because Paul Feig is the MVP of, of comedy. Uh, is he the one one handed version of like the YMCA of MVP? I'm sorry you guys couldn't see that. That was amazing. But Paul Feig, to get a little off topic, MVP of comedy. A little hot topic? Hot topic. Hot potato. I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. Baked potato. I liked where it was going. Hot potato, baked potato. Edinburgh? Edinburgh. Yo, Edinburgh. Yo, yo, Edinburgh. Full circle. What? Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so, um, tell me more about a new cap. I think it's a very funny episode, as I've already said. Uh, there's actually several plots on Flight of the Concourse throughout the show about making money and not having money. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to learn, which is something I forgot. I thought that um, all, um, Too Many Mother Akas was in this episode. No. But that isn't, I guess that's a season one yeah. sh- song. But Racism. Oh, true. But that song is all about money. Yeah. Mother, yeah, me because of your motherfucking yeah. fee. Yeah. Mother. Sorry, mother. I can. Fee. We um, don't swear on this podcast. Yes, Lord. this is PG. I Laura, we don't swear. swear on this podcast. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, yeah, you can bring all your children listen to this podcast. I love it. Children, wow. children love this podcast. 
Yes, there's no one of them. It's just a classroom. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? So educational. I was yeah. So I was surprised that Mother Eccles was an in, which is my own. I'm. That's stupid. Um, I also thought like the B plot is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Murray, a Murray just ripping recklessly on them for being so shitty when they don't have instruments. Yeah, constantly. But also, like I wrote down, of course Murray would fall for that scam. Of course, of course. If anyone would. would, it's Murray. And congratulations to Murray because it turns out to be real <laughs> in the end. Yeah. So if you, so here's one way of making money: if you get an email from a Nigerian prince. Go for, Go for it. Go for it. Or I guess in general, it. just be trusting of every opportunity Everyone. that comes your way. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. Everyone Because is. it worked for Murray. Mm-hmm. However, um, what are things that worked for Brett and Jermaine? Uh, well, one thing that worked for them... Um, well, I mean, in the end, Jermaine actually gets a date as a prostitute. Mm-hmm. That one, uh, ooh, that lady looks familiar. I know. What is she from? Where do I know? I don't have to be a prostitute. Also, okay, so mm-hmm. I never realized it, but that song is clearly supposed to be a riff on Roxanne. Right? Yeah, that song. Okay, so is this just uh, something I just realized? Everyone already knew this. I don't know, but I knew. Okay. Wow, this is just me being stupid. No, it's okay. Um, don't do that to yourself. What? Said, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Just say that. I don't know. This show, quite honestly, this episode, I did not take too many notes because I was just full on enjoying it. Yeah, it was a really good episode. Um, I was going to say that little fuff of fashion. Brett is known for his animal print shirts. Mm-hmm. He wears an amazing zebra one in this episode. Yeah. So good. Um, but we, also, things like the cowboy hat. Great. Yeah, the, well, that was a great midnight cowboy reference. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? I'm walking here. Rats are rhythm. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and then I also enjoyed the Fringe Fest. Amazing. That's so good. Yeah. Um, Some great choices. A little appearance from Doug, later to be a featured character on Breaking Bad. Very different oh, character. Right. Yeah, I forgot that he was in that. Gail. Gail, yes, that's right. Um, I I liked Brett's little, um, when he was trying to be a prostitute and then gave it up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And he, like, couldn't get himself to offer much, so he was just like, oh, just hugs until I get more confident, which is cute. Yeah. And also, like, just a nice through line of the show of Brett just not being at all confident in himself and his body. Mm-hmm. Just like, just little baby Brett, you know. Aww. Um, I wrote down Dave. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> Maybe just Dave, Dave. Dave great. He's great. Arch Barker. He's got that little, uh, that little uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mm-hmm. bit in, um, in Sugar Lumps. Um, and so I'm just double-checking. Sugar lumps are balls? Yes, then? I believe They're so. They're testicles? Well, I think it's supposed to be a riff on my hops, right? Oh, yeah. No, I got that. But I was just like, wait, what is this supposed to be? Oh, they're balls, and they're coming up dry. Gross. <laughs> um, also, I love this bit. This is an amazing bit. Gross. Okay. All right. 
it's Jermaine here. I was just calling to say, do you remember how we slept together about six times, I think it was, last year in February? Uh, yeah, I'm a prostitute now. Um, so I was wondering if I might be able to get some money for that. Um, maybe about $40, $40 a time, that's $3 off. Oh. That's an amazing way to make money. Call up all your exes, demand money for the interaction. All the times that we had sex, okay. $40 per pop? Yeah. So to speak? Yeah. I should do that. Do it. Listen. Um, hey, what's going Mr. on? Mr. X. I know. That's good, Daisy. X. Exactly. And then you pay me for all those times we had sex. Um, yeah, so that's one way to make money. Um, become a prostitute and then retroactively demand money from all your exes. Um, also, do you think this is Carol Brown? Because he, call, he calls her up and he's like, hello, Carol. Do you think this is the very same Carol? Carol is Brown took a bus out of town. Oh, right. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, great Aww. Midnight Cowboy reference. What you mean? I know, right? Also, love this explanation of Pretty Woman that Jermaine offers to Brad. It is not degrading. Have you seen Pretty Woman? No. Well, it's the story about a prostitute called Richard Gere. He gets to go out with a pretty woman, Julia Roberts, who pays him a lot of money. Do you think Julia Roberts is a pretty woman? Yes. Well, imagine getting to have sex with women similar to Julia Roberts and getting paid for it. Um, that sounds like a great movie that I would love to see. Pretty Woman sucks, but I would like to see this version. Mm-hmm. Have I you seen Pretty Woman? I have. It's not good. Honestly, I don't remember the internet. Hey, though. Hey, pour one out for the <laughs> Pretty Woman. Gross. Um, and then this immediately prompts this. I think we're going to get six and get paid. Why not? Because well, we never get six or get paid. It's true. Yeah. Uh, don't have we all been there? We have. Pour one out for us. Um, and then, uh, though I guess the in the end, the message is in the end. In the end. In the end. In the end of Jones. Um, don't become a prostitute because you could go to jail. Yeah. No. Don't do that. I guess so. Okay. What What is the best way to make money? The best way to make money is, A, to accept opportunities that come your way. Mm -hmm. Like when Murray accepts the opportunity from the Nigerian prince and Mm -hmm. the Nigerian prince comes through and he's able to get all their stuff back. That's pretty good. That's one good way to make money that I learned from this show. Also, don't spend spend money on reckless things that you don't need. Do you Mm -hmm. need a second cup? No. Stick with the one. Well, like... It's tried and true. Maybe you do need... No, no, it's true. You, you can't start with one car. Um, don't become a prostitute. You will go to jail. Mm-hmm. Also, they're, like, sitting in jail, and, um... I love Brett. that Brad's just like, it's so boring in here. <laughs> but he seems to have forgotten that he's already been to jail. Well, Jermaine has been to jail. No, Brad has. No, Jermaine, because he's like... What? Oh, yeah, you're right. What? What, what did he... he, he what? What? <laughs> you're right, sorry. Jermaine has forgotten that he's already been to jail. Yeah. 
I I thought about that too, and I was like, which one was it? And then I was like, this was the episode that we did the No, Brad went to jail because then Jermaine is talking to Dave, and he's like, he might be dead. And and Dave is like, what did he do? But Brett runs away. He's the one who's like, no, I'm too scared. Dude. It's for sure a thing. I bet you, I bet you $25. What episode is that? Hippopotamus versus Rhinoceros. Yeah, but we're not going to find that out by listening to the song. No, I'm too scared. You better watch out. You don't really know who you're dealing with. Oh, really? I know exactly all we're dealing with. I'm the mother your way if it seems legit it's probably legit take it you'll make that kind of cash Kashish. Kashish. follow your dreams be in a band follow your dreams be in, in a, a band. band and you may actually realize your dreams and become famous like they do yeah on, on the show um and get deported yes yep what's this clip that I'm just, I don't want to miss a clip that was good Subplot where Mel offers to pay them to massage her in front of Doug. Oh, Doug. Doug is also one of my favorite characters. I love him. So good. 
yeah, did you have any? I didn't really have any spare like, notes that we haven't touched on. Quite honestly, not so much. I I very much just sat back and enjoy, and enjoyed the episode. Yeah, I have very few notes on. Yeah. Um, yeah, in order to make money, you know. Do what makes you happy. But and if maybe that doesn't don't do something you. illegal. Yes, possibly stay away from illegal stuff because you may go to prison. Mm-hmm. But if that doesn't appeal to you, let's see what Google says. All right. What does Google say? How to make more money. 44 ways. <laughs> do we want to well, read them? Forbes all? has told us. Let, let's read the first five. Okay. Five ways of the 44. Okay. Are we starting at 44, though? Because I want to just know the top five. No, I'm starting at whatever's first. Okay. Written by a woman named Laura Shin. Yo, Laura's of the Yo, world. Yo, Laura's. Number one, change jobs. Good, great. Too. Good, Perfect. I mean, good. Request to raise. Interesting, interesting. Thank you. Freelance, blog, and coach. Perfect. We so can do all of those things. Let that sink into your head holes. And, uh,. Did you have anything else to say? I don't think so. I think I think it is time. I think we need to shut her down for the day. Shut her down. Shutter Island. Shutter, Shutter down. Island. Never seen it? Great don't movie. care. Is it better to live as a monster or to die as a good man? <gasps> That's your question for next week. That's your okay. homework. Okay. Think about it. You know what? It. I'll do that and I'll come with a secret. Oh, sweet. All right, okay. I can't wait to hear Here we it. Here go. And three, two, one. I'm sorry. Goodbye. But actually, we should do more of an outro. Like, number one, we haven't given any links to anything we've ever done. Um, okay. Well, um, well whatever. Twitter, um, Thank Instagram, you for Instagram. listening. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode, which I think is going to be substantially longer than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a good time. Um, you can find us on um, several platforms, get a grip dude show.tumblr.com. That's our website. Please send us in more questions. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you have some problems in your life. We want to solve them in hilarious and fun ways. So please do that. Um, you can find us on Instagram, get a grip dude show. You can find us on Twitter, get a grip dude pod. Pod. Cause it's in, different. Because it will not let you have a name that is even one more letter longer. So you can follow us on there as well. It's a good rule to have, probably. Probably by now we have a Facebook. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, and you can Check follow me at on the brink on across most social platforms. And what about you? I'm usually SM Holler. Because that's my name. Amazing. Well, I'm Laura. I'm Steph. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Goodbye. Woo! Nah. <laughs>